All right, Thursday night, and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Everybody, pray for me tonight. I'm going to try not to spend the entire podcast on the FBI. It's very difficult for me not to do it because of my past experience in law enforcement and just the, the galactic hypocrisy of the of the Ray administration of the FBI. Of course, the Biden administration. So it's difficult, and it's also just difficult because it's very hard for me to see our country with such a biased legal system. I understand political bias. Believe me, I I get it. I'm politically biased. But you cannot have political bias in the DOJ. You can't have it. You cannot have it. And the, the, the troubling part about it is that Republicans oftentimes, whenever we are in power, conservatives are in power, we're, we concentrate on not being biased almost to a fault. Where you, where you have Jeff Sessions recuse himself from the collusion, Mueller hoax investigation. We almost, we're almost trying to be unbiased to a fault. Where now, I mean, you look at the rate, you, I mean, he was galactically exposed in this hearing. And again, I'm going to try not to spend all night on it because I've got a lot of other things to get to. And I've spent all the last podcast on the FBI. I'm truly trying not to do it. <laughs> but it, listen, if we don't have a judicial system, if we don't have a law enforcement, unbiased law enforcement system in this country, it's over. It's over. And really, I've already called for this. We need to be, listen, you need to, if possible, to be moving to red states. And red state AGs and red states governors need to have non-extradition treaties with no extradition treaties with blue states. It's that bad. It really is that bad. That's what they're doing to Navarro. That's what they're doing to Bannon. That's what they did to Alex Jones. That's what they did to Mike Flynn. And Mike Flynn's recent, Mike Flynn is suing the federal government. And of course, the federal government tried to get a change of venue up to D.C. He is suing them in the district court, the U.S. District Court of Florida. And they wanted to get a change of venue to D.C. Why would that be? So you have a blue judge, a blue jury, a blue venue, blue jurisdiction, blue appellate court, blue grand jury, blue jury, everything else. That's, that's where we are. Please understand that's where we are. Now, some of you, you may not have been touched by this yet. People like you and me who are everyday people aren't touched yet until they try to put the mask back on, until they try to make you buy an EV and whatever else. We'll deep dive into that tonight. So, I mean, just, it, it, it's just really, for me, one of the most important things is our judicial system, our law enforcement system that we are in. Because really, without it, if, we, if it's not biased, if we don't have the scales of justice, are not blind, if they're not blind, this country, it's over. And right now, what we need to do is just go back and run to federalism. Run to being in a federalist society, which is what we are, which is what the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, Declaration of Independence declares. You, this country is a federalist country, a federalist society, so to speak. Each state is really its own separate state that agrees to have a convention of states that agrees to be a part of the United States. So we need to, listen, I've been been saying this for a long time, and here I am already. It's 8.43, I'm still on the FBI right now. And I haven't even done a slide yet, and I've got a myriad of slides because we've got to go over the FBI hearing. You're like, Tom, you do that literally to the nth degree. I know, I I do it to a degree that nobody else does. I'm not saying that to be haughty. I, I do it because... It, it really just kind of stimulates, it appeases my meticulous nature to go slide by slide and assertion by assertion. Because many things came up in this hearing yesterday with Christopher Ray really perjuring himself over, and I'm, I'm going to take away that word really, perjuring himself over 
and over and over again and refusing to answer questions and claiming he didn't know. Listen, if somebody claims that they don't know an answer to a question they know, that's perjury. He's perjuring himself over and over again. And his past perjuries were illuminated. His past perjuries were shown by, you know, by numerous, numerous investigators, well, not investigators, but, con, but congressmen. They showed, Matt Gates being one of them, showed a video of his past perjuries. Now, this first video, I'm going to get to it. Chief nerd video. Rep. Matt Gates roast Christopher Ray's leadership and truthfulness as the FBI director. This is a little long, but I had to do it because it sets up the rest of the shorter clips that I have, about five minutes long. But it's absolutely brilliant by Matt Gates. And as you're always hearing me say, and the guy sitting next to him is a legit conservative dude named Mike Johnson. There are very few legit conservatives. Not conservatives like Marjorie Taylor Greene that are out there. They're conservative until you need them the most and then fail and then eliminate the Biden uh, you know, debt ceiling. Vote to add $4 trillion to our debt. Vote to extend, to, to raise the debt ceiling again, over and over again, like Massey, like McCarthy, and most Republicans. I think there's only 130-something actually said no to it. It was less than half. So what, well, 130, yeah, it was, it was less than 130. I can't remember what the numbers were, but it wasn't very good. So he's a legitimate conservative. Matt Gates is. And it doesn't mean that we agree 100% of the time. Just we agree, and we agree most of the time, 90% of the time, 80% of the time. And then you stand in your principles. You don't fold like a cheap suit, like so many others do. Tom, you're too hard on Massey. You're too hard on Marjorie Taylor. Listen, Marjorie Taylor Greene, when they do, like, and too hard on McCarthy. You know, I know most of you don't think that. And some of you from Massey and Marjorie Taylor Greene. Listen, when they do good, I'm still going to show them. I'm still going to say they did good right here, but they failed. That debt ceiling thing was a major failing, raising the debt ceiling. And it wasn't just raising the debt ceiling. It was eliminating the debt ceiling until 2025. Tom, get off it. I can't. I can't. It drives me absolutely nuts to see somebody who they, out there, they're pimping themselves as conservatives and then don't stand. You know, conservative means that you will lose your congressional seat for the sake of conservatism. Otherwise, you're not a conservative. It's as simple as that. It's just like you will lose your church as a pastor if you don't preach the gospel. Well, that's how it should be. It should be. If I don't preach the gospel, I lose the church. If you're not going to be a conservative, then you shouldn't be a congressman or woman under the name of conservatism. All right, so Chief Nerd Video, Matt Gates sets it up for us. Play for me, Will. Really? I'm sitting here with my father. I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge, that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Sounds like a shakedown, doesn't it, Director? I'm not going to get into commenting on that. You, you, you seem deeply uncurious about it, don't you? Almost suspiciously uncurious. Are you protecting the Bidens? Absolutely not. The FBI well, does not the has no oh, hold interest on. in You won't answer the question about whether or not that's a shakedown, and everybody knows why you won't answer it. Because to, ev to the millions of people who will see this, they know it is. And your inability to acknowledge that is deeply revealing about you. But let's go from the uncurious to the downright nosy. How many illegal FISA queries have occurred under your leadership of the FBI? Well, there are reports that have come out with different numbers about uh, compliance incidents. More than a million illegal ones? Because that's what the inspector general said. The inspector general said that in the 
3.4 million of these queries, more than a million were in error. Do you have any basis to disagree with that, that assessment by the Inspector General? I'm not, I'm not sure, actually, that's a, a correct characterization of the Inspector General's uh, oh, well, findings on well, that. The Internet will remind you of I, that in moments. But, but let, let's now go to uh, what the, the court said. The court said it was over 200,000 that have occurred on your watch. Would, would, do you have any basis to disagree with that assessment? Again, I don't have the numbers I sit here right now. What I can Seems like you, a number you should know. How many times the FBI is breaking the law under your watch, especially if it's like over a million to not know that number? And I'm worried about your veracity on the subject as well. Play, this, play the video. Letters for investigation the of the Capitol. I don't believe FISA is remotely implicated in our investigation. So, so there, Senator Lee's asking you whether or not FISA was in any way involved in your January 6th investigation, and you say no. It, was that truthful? I said that I did not believe it was. Okay, so now let's pull up what the court said, which was something a little different than what you said. So, so here, nope, that's not the right one. Yeah, here we go, right there. It says, the government has reported additional significant violations of the querying standard, including several relating to the January 6, 2021 breach of the Capitol. So I guess the question, Director Ray, is did, did you not know when you were answering these questions that the FBI was engaging in these illegal searches, or did you perjure yourself to Senator Lee? I certainly didn't perjure myself. At the time that I testified in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee, uh, I didn't have that piece of information. I will well, add... Well, that was a court order. You didn't have that piece of information because the court hadn't yet rendered a judgment. Did you not know when you gave the untruthful answer before Senator Lee that this was going on? It was a, it was a truthful answer. I did not believe FISA had been involved in the January 6th But it was. So you didn't... The answer is the FBI has broken so bad that people can go and engage in queries that when you come before the Congress to answer questions, you're like blissfully ignorant. You're blissfully ignorant as to the unlawful queries. You're blissfully ignorant as to the Biden shakedown regime. And it just seems like it gets into a kind of a creepy place as well. Go to our, our next image on what the court said. Like, just so the American people realize, the, the court has smacked you down alleging or ruling FBI personnel apparently conducted queries for improper personal reasons. People were looking themselves up. They were looking their ex-lovers up. Who has been held accountable or fired as a consequence of the FBI using the FISA process as their, like, creepy personal snoop machine? There have been instances in which individuals uh, have had disciplinary action uh, and they are no longer with it. I, I can't get into it here, but we can follow back up but with don't you. But don't you see that that's kind of the thing, Director Ray, that you preside over the FBI that has the lowest level of trust in the FBI's history? People trusted the FBI more when J. Edgar Hoover was running the place than when you are. And the reason is because you don't give straight answers. You give answers that, that later a court deems aren't true. And then at the end of the day, you won't criticize an obvious shakedown when it's directly in front of us. And it appears as though you're whitewashing the conduct of corrupt people. Respectfully, Congressman, in your home state of Florida, the number of people applying to come work for us and devote their lives working for us is over up over 100 percent. We're deeply proud of them and they deserve better than you. You. All right, so let's go backwards off of that last statement by Christopher Ray, where he talks about the recruitment numbers for the FBI in my home state of Florida where I'm sitting right now live. Now, he doesn't know the query numbers. 
<laughs> the illegal query numbers for FISA queries, which is basically NSA queries by the FBI. Queries into every, remember how you had the hearings with James Clapper who perjured himself over and over and over again. And of course, he was never investigated by James Comey's FBI at all, but while you had the Russian collusion hoax going on. Had that happening. Had a false Russian collusion be investigated, but not James Clapper, John Brennan, Hillary Clinton, Rod Rosenstein, uh, Andrew McCabe, Peter Strzok, Lisa, K- Lee, uh, Lisa Page, all who perjured themselves under oath. None of them were investigated, of course. But here you have Christopher Ray, who doesn't know, out of three-plus million queries into basically the NSA database, the FISA, Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act database, which, by the way, Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Database, why, is that, why does that have Americans' data in it? Yeah. Anybody ask these questions? Why does that have Americans? It's foreign intelligence surveillance. But we're, I mean, we're going to get deep into this, and there's all kinds of things popping into my head right now. Of You have the FBI colluding with Twitter under FISA. They're there to stop foreign interference in elections, and they're taking down Tom Lipley's uh, uh, posts on masking. Think about that. So here you have Christopher Ray doesn't know that out of 3 million plus queries that FBI agents have done to the FISA database, 1 million of them were wrong. <laughs> 1 million of them were illegal. He doesn't know that, but he knows the recruitment numbers in the state of Florida for the FBI. He doesn't know anything except for political rhetoric. Because that's all that he's... Now, we all know that he knows the queers. And he's perjuring himself over and over again. And there's plenty of evidence to prove that he perjured himself. Just like all the emails that have come up reference to FD-1023s and the, and the IRS whistleblower and, the, and really the guy left, the gal left whistleblower. So, which is probably the FD-1023 whistleblower. But... So all this stuff is actually documented. The David Weiss emails that prove that he was actually not allowed to investigate or charge anybody with a Hunter Biden laptop investigation via the Washington, D.C. U.S. attorney who works right under Merrick Garland, of course. But I digress. So, so let's go back to the FISA queries. So out of 1 million FISA queries, the, the inspector general says... That one million of them, out of the out of the three million, one third of them were illegal <laughs> from the FBI. Now the court now lowered that now because the court is proof proof beyond a reasonable doubt, or or proof uh, basically proof beyond a reasonable doubt. Lowered that to just a mere two hundred thousand illegal queries into the FISA database. What's really interesting is, and then you have Ray say. That he said he testifies to Mike Lee that the FISA database was queries for the FISA on the FISA database were never used to investigate one six defendants. Again, one six defendants, of which 100% of them are United States unarmed citizens. Case, right? Everybody got that. Now, remember, this is the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act database. Christopher Ray says, under freaking oath, that the, that the FISA database was not used at all, not one time, to investigate a 1-6 defendant. Turns out, whoops, it was. 
So he lied under oath. So you're telling me he didn't know that when he told Mike Lee? He didn't know that FISA was used to investigate 1-6? But he does know recruitment levels in, 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 in Florida for the FBI. And then the last thing on the queries is, and you had many, many, I believe hundreds or even thousands, I can't remember the number, that Matt Gates said, of personal queries. In other words, querying, you need to understand how powerful these things are. FCIC, NCIC is what I used when I was a law enforcement officer here in the state of Florida, 1992, 2017, 25 years. Sarasota County Sheriff's Office, you can check to see if I'm right or not. So all you gotta do is put my name in there, Tom Lightley, Sarasota SO, I'll pop up, you'll see it, verify it for you. We had people get in trouble. Now, how did it work? I'll just give you examples from a local law enforcement level, which, by the way, FBI needs to be kicked out of the state of Florida, kicked out of every state. Kick them out, don't need them, go all sheriff's offices. all you need to do. That's the Constitution. That's what's real. Remember, the FBI didn't exist to what, Aaron? You know, I can't remember, oh, 1930-ish, somewhere yeah, in there? Something like that. I'll something like up. that. It was more of a response to prohibition, I believe. But we'll, Aaron will find out. He'll throw it to me. But just when you get a chance. But. It was founded in 1908. 1908. Oh, 1908. So yeah. it was long. It was it was a little bit longer than I thought. 22 years longer than I thought. So 1908. So most of the uh, still to this day, if I'm not if I'm getting my numbers right, we've had the Americas existed longer without the FBI than with the FBI, roughly. Yeah. So just a few years, but it's still we don't need the FBI is not part of the Constitution. It needs to be gone. We don't need it. Don't need what? What do we need them for? For how well they're doing against fentanyl? With 107,000 Americans dying per year of fentanyl, is that, is that what we need them for? A 40% a increase in felonious crimes and a 25% increase in murder since the Biden administration has taken effect? Really? We, what do we need the FBI for? So you have them. So here's how it works with personal queries. We had at the sheriff's office when I worked there, if people ran a, their, their own tag to see if your car was was still registered correctly. You had disciplinary action. And by the way, you know how long it took? A day. Because it would immediately be flagged by FCIC, NCIC. And then you'd have a, a, a supervisor come to you and say, hey, listen, did you run your own tag? Yes, and you got disciplinary action that day. Here we are, years later. Years later, and nothing happens to these people. Nothing. He says, by the way, he always says, well, you know, I'll, I can't tell you that now because of their, I wrote this down, their long-standing FBI agency practice that they can't discuss certain things. What's that got to do with a congressional hearing? What's it got to do with a congressional hearing? It doesn't matter what your agency practices, your financial and moral accountability is Congress. You must speak. You must testify. You don't get to determine what goes into skiffs. Nothing. You do what you're told by the people of the United States of America who are represented by those representatives. You do what you're told. There's no, it's longstanding. Your longstanding agency practice does not trump you being compelled to testify under oath to Congress. When somebody going to do something about this? Now, right now we can't, but there was a time when we could. There was a time. That's why, listen, I love Trump. It's between Trump and DeSantis, I lean Trump. I'm voting for, for, probably voting for sure for Donald Trump. It'll be Trump or DeSantis, but I lean Trump. But one of his major failings was the people around him. Why didn't you just get rid of James Comey? Fire everybody on the seventh floor at Quantico. Fire them all and put people in there that you could trust. 
Because they were, I mean, we could, I could spend all night on it, which I'm not going to do, but all they did was backdoor him for the entire four years he was in office. So back to the personal queries. So nothing has happened to these people. Nothing will ever happen to these people who are running their old lover's names. Oh, so I wonder crazy. what my old girlfriend's up to. I wonder what her financial status is. Let me go to the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act database, which is meant for Russians and Chinese and everybody else but Americans, but for some reason has your information in it. Weird. I wonder if there's a gun registry in there. I wonder. We know what we know the ATF's out raiding gun stores right now, and they're not collecting any guns when they do it. I didn't I didn't have time to get to that. To get to that particular story, but I believe I'm trying to remember exactly what state it was in, Utah, whatever. We had a gun. I have it. I'll probably end up putting it on the show. It's in our our database. It's untouchable. They can't do nothing once I grab it. It mine. But they raided this gun store and they didn't take one gun. They went in and took all of the records of gun owners. That's all they took. That's it. And of course, you got the brace law, the 10 year in federal prison if you have a gun brace that was legal 12 days ago. All right, onward. I could digress. Again, I'm trying. Here I am, 901. All right, onward. Here we go. Colin Rugg, Colin Rugg video. Just in, Rep. Jen Jordan accuses the FBI of operating like Chinese, like communist China. Play for me, Will. Really, any company of any size in China uh, is required, required by Chinese law to have what they uh, quaintly call a committee, which is essentially a cell inside the company whose sole function is to ensure that company's compliance with Chinese Communist Party orthodoxy. If we tried to install something like that in American companies, or if the British tried to do it in British companies, or any number of other places, people would go out of their minds, and rightly so. Agreed. Well, thank you. Uh, I'd like to work with you more on that, and I'd uh, yield the balance of my time to the chairman. Thank you. But that's exactly what you did. And the judge said it last week. Every week you were meeting with big tech companies saying, hey, look at this. This violates your policy. Take this speech of Americans down. You were doing the same darn thing you just described the Chinese about. The FBI is the committee. He just said we could never get away with that in America. They were meeting weekly with Facebook, with Twitter, with YouTube, and, and giving them millions of dollars that they claim are reimbursements. For their legal costs, what legal costs would Twitter have in taking down posts demanded to be taken down by the FBI themselves? What what legal costs could could Twitter incur because they were taking down posts? They're paying them millions of dollars to take down posts under the camouflage of reimbursements. While one FB, one retired FBI official after another gets onto the board of Twitter, gets onto the board of Facebook, gets onto the board of Google YouTube, one right after another. So they are the committee. In China, every single media entity has a committee where it is determined what you can and cannot put on your platform. We have that too, but it's called the FBI, the Federal Bureau of Instigation. <laughs> That's what we have. That's what's been actually going on. Don't believe me? Here we go. Benny Johnson video breaking. There's the thing. Now, Jim Jordan, I mean, Mr. Ray says, in China, they got a committee where they are the ones that decide whether you, can whether you can put things on your platform or not. We could never get away with that in America after years of him doing exactly that. Every week doing exactly that. Just keep that in mind. Benny Johnson video, breaking federal judge, federal judge. And I just want to say this to all the libtards on Twitter, 
like the Krasensteins and the Brooklyn Dads and all those idiots out there, you say trust the courts. No matter what a court says, that is where you hang your hat. You're like, you know what? That is it. The court says it. It is true. Yes, you can haul a Republican into a blue, blue jurisdiction with a blue jury, with a blue judge, with a blue appellate court. Whatever that court says is gospel. Okay, fine. That's fine. New rules. New rules because a federal, a federal judge rules by an administration may have violated the First Amendment by censoring free speech, blocks White House officials and FBI, F and FBI, and FBI. And by the way, this is the second case. This one's out of Missouri. One that happened a couple months ago is out of Louisiana. Exact same thing. Blocks the FBI from communicating with big tech companies. In, there's an injunction right now. Remember what Christopher A. just said. In China, they got a committee that stipulates to every entity what they can and cannot post. We could never get away with that here, although he's been getting away with it for years now. If that was the case and he could never get away with that here, then why is a federal judge blocking the FBI from communicating with big tech companies? How does that make sense? Here we go. Play the video for me. Just a moment ago, take a look at this. A federal judge says the Biden administration may have violated the First Amendment during the pandemic by censoring social media posts. Justice correspondent David Spun reports live from the D.C. newsroom. David, what can you tell us? Hi, Jillian. This is a temporary injunction, not a final ruling. However, this temporary injunction could have major implications on free speech. It came down today on a federal holiday from a federal judge in Louisiana. Judge Terry Dotty blocked officials and agencies in the Biden administration from communicating with social media companies, think Facebook, Google, Twitter, about the topic of protected speech. Judge Dotty is based on a prior lawsuit brought by Republican attorneys general in Louisiana and Missouri. He ruled on that. Among other complaints, the attorneys general say the Biden administration overreached its authority during the height of the COVID pandemic when they tried to convince social media companies to address, in some case, take down posts on platforms that could contribute to vaccine hesitancy. Now, according to Judge Dottie, quote, the plaintiffs, meaning the attorneys general, have presented substantial evidence in support of their claims that they were the victims of a far-reaching and widespread censorship campaign. This court finds that they are likely to succeed on the merits of their First Amendment free speech claim against the defendants, the defendants being the Biden administration. Now the administration, as have administrations in recent years, Develop close relationships, Jillian, with social media companies. Sometimes those relationships are hot and cold, depending on the topic. But the administration, also the independent FBI and DOJ, are in frequent contact with these social media companies, especially covering the DOJ. I see it with fentanyl and other types uh, of trafficking. They reach out frequently to these social media companies. We'll have to see how that all plays into uh, the future now that this judge has ruled this injunction. Now, it reached out to DOJ a little while ago. I uh, got an email back, DOJ officially declining to comment. And again, this is not a final ruling, but it's clear the judge is leaning in a specific way. All right, let's go into the specifics on this, Will. Let's load up the Attorney, uh, Attorney General Andrew Bailey tweets. Just, you know, and I know this is ad nauseum for a lot of you. I get it, and I see actually when the numbers start to drop. But here's the thing. You got to know this. Let's get down into the details, not just, ah, uh, the FBI censors people. How do they censor people? What are, what are the repercussions of them censoring people? Well, ask yourself, why is the FBI censoring posts about masks? 
vaccines, the economy and lockdowns. Why would the Ukraine? Why? Why would the FBI? You know, it's never a good thing when you talk about the plaintiff in a free speech litigation is the is the current administration, the Biden administration or any presidential administration. All right, go the first one for me. All right, so here's the this is the lawsuit out of Missouri. Nobody even knows about this stuff. This is what's actually happening. This man, Attorney General Andrew Bailey, I can never remember his first name. I always call him Bailey because that's all I can remember. Andrew Bailey, this is what we need. When, when Ken Paxton defeats his impeachment hearing in Texas, he's another one of these Andrew Baileys. They need to be in every red state. Every red state attorney general needs to grow a set or let your set drop and actually start bringing to bear the Biden administration. Bring them to heel. Because this is what needs to happen. Or listen, we're going to lose the whole country. You're not going to have a right to free speech. It's already gone in Great Britain, already gone in Canada, already gone in Australia, already gone in New Zealand. Remember, Jacinda Ardern, we're going to be your sole source of truth. Remember? It's already gone. The judge noted, here it is, the judge, judge noted, this is Judge Terry Doughty, the censorship emanating from the federal government looks like a George Orwell novel. That's what the judge says. Remember, liberals, courts are gospel. This is the judge then. It's over for you then. That the evidence produced thus far depicts an almost dystopian scenario and that feds appear to have assumed a role similar to an Orwellian ministry of truth. Well, we already had a ministry of truth, the Disinformation Governance Board. Remember Nina Jankowitz in her songs? Remember that? So there, go to the next one for me. Well, I'm going to try to blow through these and keep my word and get to some other things tonight. The court points out that 20,000 plus pages of evidence, oh, just 20, I mean, it's just a mere amount of evidence, just 20,000 just 20, pieces of evidence, pages of evidence. Remember, how many, how many pages of evidence do they have in the Trump Mar-a-Lago raid hoax? The, the classified documents hoax. How many pages that? 112. Total. 112. Which doesn't even include the Iranian war plan. <laughs> 20,000 pages of evidence my office uncovered dis, uh, display the frightening coercion and collusion occurring between the feds and social media companies. Look at the bottom. The court, no, 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 there you go. The court found that this evidence showed unrelenting pressure by federal officials and had unrelenting pressure. Now, you'll always hear, because they've always got to have, now remember, at the root of all plausibility, lies, and scenarios, there's always a major lie. There's always a major lie. There was always a, a disingenuous, dishonest bridge that had to be crossed, even though you have alleged plausible deniability. The plausible deniability for the FBI is we weren't mandating that they do that. We were just illuminating the post that we would like to see them take down. Now, if you, just leave this up, if you are a regular citizen, i.e. a board member of Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube, and the freaking FBI says... Knowing how the FBI destroys people's lives every day, Roger Stone, Michael Flynn, Steve Bannon, Peter Navarro, Project Veritas, Rudy Giuliani, pro-lifers, Mar-a-Lago raid, Giuliani raid, Veritas raid, destroys the life, Mueller hoax, Ukrainian hoax, how they destroy the lives of people through lawfare. You don't have, you don't have the resources 
to fight a lawsuit with the FBI or to fight prosecution with the FBI unless you're a multi, multi-millionaire like Donald Trump who has multiple lawsuits going everywhere because he's a billionaire. Donald Trump's worth between five and $10 billion. So he can fight them. If you're a regular citizen, i.e. a board member of, of Twitter, and they say, and then they might be, you know, they may make five, six, seven hundred thousand, may make a million dollars a year, but the FBI can destroy your life. So if you're getting a quote unquote, just like a CDC vax recommendation, that if you don't do, you won't receive any federal dollars, but it's still, it's just a recommendation. Nobody forced you to take a vaccination. I know you lost your job over it. We extorted you out of your job, but nobody forced you to take it. I know your kids are starving to death, but nobody forced you to take it. But the FBI calls them and says, we have some recommended takedowns for you for some posts on your social media platform. Are you just going to treat that like, oh, well, you know, just like as if I called you? Hey, this is Tom Lipley down here in Northport, Florida from Foundation Church. I'd like to make some recommendations about you taking down some posts. Yeah, go shove it up your rear end, Tom. Yeah, I know. That's what they'd say. But not not if it's the FBI can destroy your life via lawfare like they're doing with Gal Luft right now. They don't like that he's a whistleblower, so they charge him with the things he's whistleblowing about. The court found that, found that this evidence showed unrelenting pressure by federal officials. And by the way, it's also the Biden State Department and Jen Psaki herself and had the intended result of oppressing millions of protected free speech postings by, the, by American citizens. Listen, you have the right to post Anything you want outside of pornography and incitement to violence, which are both covered statutorily, both locally and federally, both civilly and criminally are covered. You have the right to defame people. Yes, you will go to, you'll you'll have to pay for it if you defame somebody, but you have the right to do it. You have the right to lie. You go to hell for it, Revelation 21.8, but you have the right to lie. It's called the First Amendment. You have the right to put out misinformation, disinformation, information, truth, and lies. You have that right. You have that right. That's the way that it is. You'll be judged for it by God on the day of judgment, the great white throne judgment, Revelation 20, 11 through 15. For by by your words, you will be justified. And by your words, you will be condemned, Matthew 12, 37. So it makes this podcast different. Our hope is not in the Republican Party. Our hope is not in Donald Trump. Our hope is not in Andrew Bailey. Our hope is in Jesus. But these people are closer to Jesus than the Democrats. That's why I talk about them in a favorable way. But so you can do whatever you want. They don't have the right. They don't have the right to say we're worried about it harming people. You're not allowed on Twitter unless you're an adult. You're not allowed on Facebook unless you're an adult or have an adult's permission. So all of us can make our own decisions about what is information, what's disinformation, right? We can. The only people, the only purveyors of disinformation are the governors of disinformation. Go to the next one for me, Will. Number three. We got it. Is that it? I can't tell the difference. Is that yeah. it? Number three? Yep. All right. The court also, there's also very similar looking. All right. The court also found that the evidence shows the feds targeted almost exclusively conservative speech. Oh, what a shocker. <laughs> what a shocker. Only conservative speech was taken down, except when they decided to target one person. President Biden's political opponent was running, running against him in the Democratic Party. So the only post that they, they found that was not a conservative post that was taken down. But I remember Christopher Ray said that he's a man of integrity and operates in an unbiased manner. Right. But his FBI only took down conservative posts or a political, a Democrat political opponent of Joe Biden. <laughs> but they're unbiased. 
course. Right. Little next one for me, Will. At least 22 times, White House defendants engaged in coercion to, indu- to induce social media companies to suppress, spe- suppress free speech. They made it very clear to social media companies what they wanted to su- wanted suppressed. You look at the bottom. Faced with unrelenting pressure from the most powerful office in the world, the social media companies apparently complied. Which, by the way, they didn't need to comply too much. Yeah, there's probably fear involved, but they're all Democrats. So they're all in one accord, really. It's not really too much of a too big of a leap. Although, if you go, if you do look into the into the in the Twitter files, there were actually left wing Twitter employees. Do credit to them who said it wasn't right. I always want to acknowledge people who do what's right. So you got at least twenty-two times. Now we're off the FBI. Remember, this is a lawsuit, not just against the FBI, but against the Biden administration, which includes the FBI. Merrick Garland is the FBI. The FBI is Merrick Garland, as well as the ATF and, and, and other federal law enforcement agencies. So 22 times, White House defendants engage, not in suggestions. I don't believe the word suggestion is there, do you? No. In coercion to induce social media companies to take down posts. Go to the next one, we will. Here, the court finds that the feds didn't just force content takedowns. They also coerced social media platforms to change their policies. So not only did they force them to take posts down, they forced them to change policies. Down at the bottom, the feds have been, have been trying to defend their acts by saying tech companies just censored according to their terms of service. Not so according to Attorney General Andrew Bailey. Not so. Tech companies were forced to change their terms of service. Why would they force them? Anybody know? You can bring it back to me. Just saying, well, we're on number six when you're ready. How would they force them? Lawfare. Yeah. Lawfare. We'll, we'll, we'll sue you or we'll prosecute you. We are now seeing that they will not hesitate. Gal Luft comes forward. I think that's where I spent all the entire last podcast, yeah. right, Aaron? Yep. Gal Luft comes forward to talk about Biden's, Biden malfeasance with Burisma, and now he is being charged with the very crimes that he alleges that the Bidens did. These companies don't want to deal with that because we are living in the realm of the Gestapo. The FBI is the brown shirt Gestapo solely for the Democratic Party. They don't want to deal with it. Go to the next one for me, Will, wherever I'm at. Our policy that companies were pressured to adopt or change, one policy, sorry, one policy that companies were pressured to adopt or change was their hack material policies. Mm. Here the court noted that the FBI repeatedly, the FBI repeatedly, the FBI repeatedly pushed tech companies to adopt a new policy. Now remember, a new policy prohibiting posting hack materials. Wait a minute. Christopher Ray said that in China, and my producer Aaron actually brought this up, that he had disdain when he said it, but I mean, I wish we were like the CCP <laughs> and we could have a committee on every social media platform that, de- that, that makes the determinations about what you can and cannot post. I wish we had that because we could never get away with that here in America. Just like Justin Trudeau, remember? The one, who, what, what country do you, do you most admire? Oh, that would be the CCP China that I most admire, says Justin Trudeau. Then they're all receiving billions and billions of dollars of CCP money. So you have Christopher Ray. remember him saying that in China, they have a committee in all these social media platforms that determine what you can and cannot post, right? Or what they can, what they will and will not take down. Well, the FBI here repeatedly pushed tech companies to adopt a new policy, 
prohibiting posting hack materials. Now, hack materials means what? Hunter well, Biden's, what's a hack material? Hunter Biden's laptop. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah what is it? <laughs> yeah. Hunter Biden's laptop. Yeah, Hunter Biden's right, laptop. Right, prove to me it's hacked. Yeah. So if they stipulate anything being hacked, it's hacked. They can just, they, anything disinformation, who's the purveyor of hacked? Who, who's the purveyor of mis and disinformation? Who, who is it? Who is it that gets to decide what is hacked and what isn't? They can just deem everything to be hacked. Look at the bottom. Chan did admit that the FBI repeatedly asked the social media companies whether they had changed their policies with regard to hacked materials because the FBI wanted to know what the companies would do if they received such materials. There was never any hacked materials. And by the way, let me just make this stipulation to everybody because Christopher Ray said this during the hearing yesterday. He goes, everybody pretty much agrees that foreign countries have been interfering in our election. Just so everybody knows, in our elections, just so everybody knows, I don't agree. We don't need any foreign countries to interfere in elections. Elections. We have the Democratic Party, which is an entity of a foreign country. The, Ch- the, the Chinese Communist Party and the World Economic Forum. We don't need it. And they aren't. How are they interfering? Where, where's all the cases? If we all agree that we have mass foreign interference in our elections, why is it that we have the FBI making queries into the FISA system of, of Americans? Why are they querying Americans in the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act? If there was so much foreign in- interference in elections, where are the arrests? Where, where are all the inquiries into Chinese interference or Russian interference? Where? Where are those? Que- There's none of them. The only queries are their girlfriends, their boyfriends, their prior lovers, and people who wear MAGA hats. That's it. It's the only queries. And just remember the data from a few, few posts ago here from Andrew Bailey. The only people that were taken down, 22,000 pages worth of evidence, they found one. They requested, the court requested, maybe in a future one here, but just in case it isn't. The court actually requested, in the Bailey case here, remember this is attorney, this is the state of Missouri versus the Biden administration, and they won the injunction. It's not a final ruling, but they have an injunction against the FBI. The FBI can't countrywide, not just in the state of Missouri, countrywide cannot meet with social media companies right now. Can't meet with them. That's never a good sign. Can't even have a meeting. That's how, that's how much malfeasance is going on inside the FBI. So they, just remember what these lawsuits are and who they are, who, who, who they're between. State of Missouri versus the Biden administration. And out of all the queries, the judge asked them, you know what? FBI, specifically to the FBI, he asked them, can you find me one non-conservative post that was taken down? (laughs) Now, remember, when did this begin? Uh, This began, what, 2016, probably long before that. So was that seven years ago? Can you find me one? Can you find me one? One social media post that the FBI requested to be taken down that was not conservative. The one they found, the only one, the only one they found was the one where it was a Biden Democratic Party uh, opponent, a presidential campaign opponent. That's all they found. That was it. Amazing. All right, go. Is it my on the current one or go to the next one? Yeah, Will one. switch. There we go. All right, here we, the matter the, that mattered because the FBI told tech companies to expect what mattered. The FBI was telling them to change their policies. That mattered because the FBI told tech companies to expect a hack and leak operation that would involve Hunter Biden. (laughs) 
All right, let's, let's look into this, shall we? Let's look into this. At the time they told these, uh, these social media companies to expect a hack and leak, how long did the FBI have the Hunter Biden laptop in their possession? <laughs> Over nine months. Nine months they knew their own operative. Remember now, the guy who met with Gal Luft in Brussels, who works for the de- works for the Baltimore office of the FBI, which covers Delaware, is the same guy who met with Gal Luft, is the same guy who confiscated the Hunter Biden laptop from the computer company, from the computer repair shop. So they had the receipt with Hunter Biden's signature on it. They had Hunter Biden's, as gross as this sounds, DNA on the laptop. <laughs> delicious. Yeah, delicious. Like I'm sure they don't have any DNA. Oh, by the way, Secret Service has closed their investigation into the, co- into the bag of cocaine found in the White House. It's closed. It's over. Because they can't find a suspect. (laughs) Oh, yeah. There you go. That's true, by the way. That's absolutely true. It's closed. Can't find a suspect there. But they can go get Gal Luft for Iranian arms deals, and the man's never even possessed a bullet in his life. (laughs) But I digress once again. That mattered because the FBI told tech companies to expect a hack and leak operation. They already had reference Hunter Biden. That's because they had the computer. See, this is all... Prima facie evidence of malfeasance and treason. This is actually treasonous. They already knew everything that was on that laptop. They already knew that it was Hunter Biden's laptop. They had the receipt that it was Hunter Biden's laptop. They had video footage of Hunter Biden bringing it in. And then Hunter Biden in his own lawsuit, that was much after this, long time after this, Hunter Biden acknowledged it was his. There was nothing at all on that laptop that inferred that it was Russian disinformation or a Russian plant. Nothing. They had nine months. Now listen, most tech experts are tech idiots, but they, the FBI has forensic tech people. They knew it was Hunter Biden's laptop. I mean, Aaron, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. If you, if you are, Aaron's my producer, tech expert, worship leader, and everything else at the church, right-hand man. If you buy a laptop, with your credit card or whatever, it's it has a number on it, right? Yeah, I mean, that it's we'll got a serial number. Yeah, yeah the serial number yeah. that will show you the purchase date, store, credit card that was purchased, right? Yeah, because every store, basically, they register that that barcode that's on the laptop when you buy it, and they have a, a, like, a record of it. And the FBI would be able to find that. Oh, easily. <laughs> so oh, there easily. you go. So they, they knew it was his, but yet after they knew it was his, they went to tech companies, Twitter, Facebook, Google, YouTube, and everybody else that they could and said there's going to be lies coming out that this is Hunter Biden's laptop when they knew it was Hunter Biden's laptop. Absolutely. There's going to be Russian disinformation that this is Hunter Biden's laptop knowing that it was Hunter Biden's laptop. That's what the FBI did. That's criminal. Criminal, and it's treasonous. Is this where I'm at, Will? Yeah. Okay, go to the next one for me. Here the court finds that former White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki issued a threat of legal consequences to social media companies if they did not censor misinformation more aggressively. Don't believe me? Here's, you got the Tom Elliott video ready? Tom Elliott video, play it for me. We're in at this point. 
you went through kind of the top line details of this yesterday, but can you elaborate a little bit on the Facebook sure. administration, the Facebook flagging of disinformation, and then there's also some reporting uh, that we've had that Facebook maybe hasn't been uh, as proactive as the White House would like it to be in response to some of the flagging. So the process of how the flagging works and then whether Facebook has been amenable to those requests. Sure. Well, I would say first it shouldn't come as any surprise that we're in regular touch with social media platforms, just like we're in regular touch with all of you and your media outlets about uh, areas where we have concern, uh, information that might be useful, information that may or may not be interesting to your viewers. You all make decisions just like the social media platforms make decisions, even though they're a private sector company and different, but just as an example. So we're ma regularly making sure social media platforms are aware of the latest narratives dangerous to public health that we and many other Americans seeing are seeing across all of source social and traditional media. And we work to engage with them to better understand the enforcement of social media platform policies. So let me give you an example just to illustrate it a little bit. Uh, the false narrative that remains active out there about COVID-19 vaccines causing infertility, something we've seen out there flowing on the internet quite a bit in other places as well, which has been disproven time and time again. This is troubling, uh, but a persistent narrative that we and many have seen. And we want to know that the social media platforms are taking steps to address it. That is inaccurate, false information. If you are a parent, you would look at that information and that would naturally raise concerns, but it's inaccurate. Uh, and that is an example of the kind of information that we are flagging or raising. It's not your job, Peppermint Patty. It's not your job. It's not accurate. We can consume whatever we want. We can post whatever we want. It's not up to you to take them down. It's not up, for, up to you to police speech. Have you ever read the First Amendment? It's not your concern. Shut up. It's not your concern. And did you see the inherent threat, the implied threat that she made? This is what they were on and about doing. Well, this has been disproven over. We don't care. We can put disproven things out. I can put out there, Aaron's bringing up Mountain Dew because that's all he drinks. <laughs> Drinking one now. He's got one. He's hammering one right now. <laughs> I can put out right now if I want to. Mountain Dew is great for you. It's great for you. You want giant <laughs> muscles? Drink Mountain Dew. <laughs> now, people can hold me accountable for that if they want. You're allowed to lie if you want to. God will hold you accountable. But I'm telling you, we have free speech. doesn't matter what these people talk about. Things are inaccurate or accurate, accurate or inaccurate, misinformation, disinformation, or just information or truth or lies. None of that is any of their concern. None of it is. They act like it is. And the FBI was their enforcer. If it wasn't Jenny herself calling them, and these are all liars themselves, always, they are always the purveyors of false information and bold-faced, safe and effective lies themselves. The liars are policing lies? All right, go to the next one for me. Here the courts... Here the court finds that the motivation of Dr. Anthony Fauci and other defendants was specifically a takedown of protected free speech. Takedown, just take it down. Anthony Fauci was the liar the whole time. It's all come out. What's funny is Christopher Ray is defending himself now because he said we're the only Federal agency that actually came out and said it was a lab-borne virus. We believed it to be a lab-made virus. Three years later, and you know what they were taking down before that? All the posts that you and I put up 
that said it was a lab-made virus. So they took down all the posts for three years and finally came to the same conclusion we did and now claims that he shouldn't be held accountable for taking down posts about it being a lab-made virus. That's Washington, D.C. for you in a literal nutshell. I go to the next one for me. Well, I think it's the last one. Here the judge notes that the feds want to censor with regard to other issues such as, now ask this, why does the FBI want to censor things on gas prices if they're unbiased? What does that have to do with law enforcement? Parody speech. What does that have to do with Christopher Wray and the FBI and Mr. Attender of the World Economic Forum Summit? Calling the president a liar. FBI's got to get all over that, right? I'm sure. How many times did the FBI respond to all the people that called Trump a Nazi and a liar? I, I never saw the FBI respond. Why wasn't the FBI policing political speech in the 2018 election. That was after the collusion hoax or allegedly Russia was affecting our elections. was corrupting our elections, right? Interfering in our elections, right? They didn't care about the 2018 election, though. The ones the Democrats won, won, won the majority of Congress in and Senate. Or I believe it's just Congress. Why, why, why weren't they involved in that? They didn't, they didn't, FBI didn't do any policing, didn't have any meetings with Twitter then. It just started during the 2020 presidential election. We're, but the FBI is unbiased. Don't worry. Calling the president a liar, the FBI has to respond to that. Climate change, the FBI has to respond to that. Gender, the FBI has to respond to that. Abortion, the FBI does respond to that. Criticism about the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan, that's a federal crime. And the return of U.S. support of Ukraine. <laughs> Why is the FBI involved in that? Why is the State Department involved in that? Why is Jen Psaki involved in that? We're allowed to say whatever, whatever we want about Ukraine. You can say whatever you want about Joe Biden. You can say what's not true about you. You can call Joe Biden a Martian if you want to. If he wants to, if he wants to sue you for defamation, that's within the context of the law. But you can say whatever you want. Everyone needs to make sure that you're not complying, even, even uh, subconsciously complying with any ideology that polices any speech whatsoever. Mean speech, hate speech. You should be able to say whatever you want. God will hold you accountable. God will be your judge. Courts can be your judge if it's defamation. You should be able to say, because who, who's, who is it that's going to be the judge of what is hate speech? You want me to be your judge about hate speech? You put out something anti-Jesus and I just deem it to be hate speech and you can be charged with a crime or sue you into oblivion, sue you into bankruptcy? You want me to be the judge of that? All those on the left don't. They're going to be the purveyors of it. You can't judge misinformation, disinformation, or hate. You can't. Because what's hate to me is not hate to you. But see, what's hate to me is what the Bible deems as hate. So I'll stand in right standing on Judgment Day. But right now, our judgment is our current judicial system. And it's corrupt. All right, go on to the next thing. We're still on the FBI, though, which I'm still at 934. <laughs> Vigilant, what I'm doing is going through specific parts of the FBI's corruption. You had the query corruption, the media corruption that we just went over, and now we're going into this. The Vigilant Fox video, Biden's censorship frenzy comes to an end after ordering the takedown of posts from, from RFK and Tucker Carlson. Play it for me. Tell me some of the more shocking parts of the evidence that you did uncover, just to remind our viewers. 
Again, look, we found emails, email chains between uh, high-ranking White House officials and social media platforms, specifically targeting certain individuals such as Robert Kennedy Jr., Tucker Carlson, Tommy Lauren, and others, uh, directly targeting them and asking those social media platforms to take their content down. That is extremely concerning. We also saw from the FBI um, evidence which showed that they knew the Hunter Biden laptop to be factual and yet didn't tell the social media platforms that as well. So there are a number of things that as we uncovered information in the discovery process of this case that was shocking to us, all of that was presented to this judge and that's what I think was compelling him uh, to eventually do what he did today, which is to order and give us the injunction. One. That's the other case. That's Louisiana. So you have Louisiana and attorney Jeff, uh, sta- I don't know if he's attorney general or state attorney, whatever it may be. Jeff Landry suing the federal government also, which came back with, by the way, there it is, two jurisdictions, two states, both of them red, Louisiana more purple than just red, but a red state went for Trump. Two, two attorney generals now have sued the Biden administrations, the Biden administration, and they've both come up with the exact same results. Mass censorship of exclusive, exclusively of conservative sites and conservative pundits. Zero. And he is the attorney general? Yep. He is the attorney general, Jeff Landry. I want to give due credit. So the only people being censored by the FBI, and by the way, why am I even talking about the FBI censoring people? <laughs> it shouldn't even be in the discussion, but it is. Yeah. That's the country we live in right now. That's the truth. It's like we are a country. You cannot trust the elections. You cannot trust our election system at all. You cannot trust our judicial system at all. It just was proved in two states. You think that the FBI would win one of them if they had any evidence at all that they were censoring. By the way, again, why why is the FBI censoring? I don't want to make it normal vernacular. Yeah. But the only people that the FBI were censoring was conservatives. You heard the names, Tommy Lahren and numerous others. That's it. In the Missouri case, which I'm sure it's the same in the Louisiana case, they couldn't, they, when they were asked by the federal court judge, please just name one, one liberal that you, that you censored. Name one. They couldn't come up with one except a Biden political opponent that happened to be a Democrat. That's it. And they only came up with One, and they've been doing this for at least three years. One, that's the state of affairs. Mike Johnson sums it up. Great, this is great footage. One of the very few real conservatives on Capitol Hill, the FBI's stunning violations of free speech. Play for me, Will. And then July 4th, we had this explosive, explosive 155-page opinion from a federal court in my home state of Louisiana. It explains in detail that the FBI has been directly involved in what the the court says is, quote, arguably the most massive attack against free speech in United States history. The court ordered the White House, DOJ, and FBI, among others, to immediately cease colluding with and coercing social media companies to suppress American speech, of course, conservative speech in particular. Director Ray, I find it stunning. You made no mention of this court opinion, either in your opening statement today or in this lengthy 14-page report that you prepared on July 12th, which is eight days after the court ruling. Have you read the ruling, sir? Uh, I am familiar with the ruling, and I've uh, reviewed it with our Office of General Counsel. 
Are you deeply disturbed by what they've told you about the ruling if you haven't read it yourself? Uh, obviously, we're going to comply with the court's order, the court's preliminary injunction. We sent out guidance to the field and the headquarters uh, about how to do that. Uh, needless to say, the, the injunction itself is a subject of ongoing litigation, uh, and so I'll, I'll decline to comment further well, on Well, let me tell you what the court concluded, because it, it should be the first thing you think about every morning and the last thing you think about at night. They said that, quote, the court found, apparently the FBI engaged in a massive effort to suppress disfavored conservative speech and blatantly ignored the First Amendment's right to free speech. The evidence shows the FBI threatened adverse consequences to social media companies that they did not comply with its censorship request. The court found that, quote, this seemingly unrelenting pressure by the FBI and the other defendants had the intended result of suppressing millions of protected free speech postings by American citizens. As a result, the court states, for example, millions of citizens did not hear about the Hunter Biden laptop story prior to the November 3rd, 2020 election. Page four of the court ruling lists some of the important subjects that the Biden administration and the FBI forced the social media uh, platforms to suppress. The evidence shows you, your agency, the people that directly report to you, suppressed conservative-leaning free speech about topics like the laptop, the lab leak theory of COVID-19's origin, the effectiveness of masks and COVID-19 lockdowns and vaccines, speech about election integrity in the 2020 presidential election, security of voting by mail, even parody about the president himself, negative posts about the economy. The FBI made the social media platforms pull that information off the internet if it came from conservative sources. And again, not to beat a dead horse, but why is the FBI censoring speech about masks and lab leak theories? Or the economy or parodies of Joe Biden? Why is the FBI, who is allegedly unbiased, why do they care about parodies of, uh, uh, about Joe Biden or election integrity? Why do they care? Because they are operatives, shills for the Democratic Party. That was the Louisiana case. The case that I went through ad nauseum for Andrew, Balaam, Andrew Bailey is the Missouri case. And just a few things on this. They were ordered by the Louisiana court. By the, by, the, by the attorney general, that's his case, against, sued in federal court against the Biden administration. Jeff Landry, attorney general for Louisiana, sued the Biden administration in federal court for colluding and coercing social media companies. And the, and, they lost, and the Biden administration lost and were court ordered to no longer collude and coerce. The FBI was, was court ordered via injunction to not collude and coerce social media companies because they were actually, quote, threatening social media companies with adverse repercussions for lack of compliance. That's the FBI. Go to the next one for me. And suddenly, you look at this. Suddenly, Clyde Wayne Cruz uh, Jr., uh, tweet those media me, uh, meetings that never happened have now been canceled look at the bottom <laughs> state department cancels look at the date 7 5 23 cancels meeting after judges censorship ruling oops yeah they're done <laughs> meetings are done because there's been a court injunction that is forbidding not only the fbi but the entire biden administration from colluding and coercing social media companies why is that even a sentence why would any presidential administration or federal law enforcement agency, why is the words collusion or coercion via to, to social media companies, why is that even a paragraph? Why is that even in consideration? 
The only people that need to be concerned about content on platforms is you and me. If it turns out, if there's, if there's content you don't like, you can report it to Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Rumble, whatever it is. And by the way, if you're watching on any other platform but Rumble, switch to Rumble, Parallel Society, which I don't have time to get into tonight. All right, let's go to the next one. Benny Johnson video. Sparks fly. Here's more Mike Johnson. Sparks fly inside House Judiciary hearing. Play for me, Will. The evidence shows you, your agency, the people that directly report to you, suppressed conservative-leaning free speech about topics like the laptop, the lab leak theory of COVID-19's origin, the effectiveness of masks and COVID-19 lockdowns and vaccines, speech about election integrity in the 2020 presidential election, security of voting by mail, even parody about the president himself, negative posts about the economy. The FBI made the social media platforms pull that information off the Internet if it came from conservative sources. They, they did this under the guise that it was disinformation. Can you, can you define what disinformation is? What I can tell you is that our focus is not on disinformation, broadly speaking. Well, wait a minute. Yes, it is. Wait a minute. You're, can I you're, answer the question? You can in a minute. Your star witness said in the litigation, Elvis Chan, who's in charge of this, said they do it on the basis of dif- disinformation. We need, a, we need a definition of what that is. Our focus is on malign foreign disinformation, that is, foreign hostile actors who engage in covert efforts to Mr. abuse Ray, Mr. our social media platforms, which is something that is not seriously in dispute. I have to stop phenomenon. you for time. That's not accurate. You need to read this court opinion because you're in charge of enforcing it. The court has found that, and Elvis Chan testified under oath in charge of this for you. He said 50 percent. He had a 50 percent success rate in having alleged election disinformation taken down or censored. That, that wasn't just foreign adversaries, sir. That was American citizens. How do you answer for that? Well, first off, I'm not sure that's a correct characterization. Comes right out of the opinion. You should read what it. I, of, of his testimony. But what I would say is the FBI is not in the business of moderating content or causing any social media company to suppress or censor. That is not what the court has found. What I would also say is among the things that you listed off, I find ironic the reference to the lab leak theory, the idea that the FBI would somehow be involved in suppressing references to the lab leak theory is somewhat absurd when you consider the fact that the FBI was the only, the only agency in the entire intelligence community to reach the assessment that it was more likely than not that that was the explanation but your for the agents, pandemic. But your agents pulled it off the Internet, sir. That's what the evidence in the court. Yeah, three years after it leaked from the lab... The FBI came up with their determination that it was a lab leak after they took down all posts suggesting that it was a lab leak. That's the FBI. Notice there, they only took down conservative posts. Tom, you've said that over and over again. I get it, but understand that, again, I deep dive into these things. I don't want you to just be a surface-level arguer, surface-level debater. Understand, yes, they only took down conservative posts. And then he was asked by Mike Johnson, okay, you took down conservative posts only as if they're the only ones that, that ever put out Mr. Disinformation. So define disinformation. He refuses to define disinformation. He says that their sole focus is malign foreign disinformation. So when they, when they took down Dan Bongino off of Facebook, Steve Bannon off of Facebook, Steve Bannon off of YouTube, Alex Jones off of YouTube, Mayo Yiannopoulos, and you may not like, you may not, you may like or dislike any of the people that I'm naming. It doesn't matter. This, I don't, this, the difference is the very people that call me Nazi are the Nazis. 
And actually, they, they know that being Nazis, if they use the word Nazi, it'll have an ill effect. It's all part of their propaganda. They're the only ones that want people taken down. I don't want anybody taken down. Even the people I can't stand the most on Twitter. I don't want them banned. I don't report them. Everything they put out, Ed Krasenstein, Brian Krasenstein, all these others that I could that I could name over and over again, whatever they are, any 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 uh, Democratic congressman or woman that have a, has social media, everything they put out is disinformation. Everything is a lie. But I don't ever ask for that. I don't report their posts. They do it. They're the Nazis. So he says their sole focus is malign foreign disinformation. So let's ask this question. What, what name the foreign, malign foreign disinformation site so you took down? Name the foreign, the malign foreign disinformation posts that you took down. Name them. Name the foreign entities that you're investigating. There's none. They're investigating Tommy Lahren, Dan Bongino, and Steve Bannon. That's who they're, there's no foreign malign uh, disinformation at all. Otherwise, there would be some sort of record of them taking down foreign sites, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. What foreign entity was taken down? Just name it. And what's another, just a surface level thing. Did Ray actually read the rulings out of Missouri and Louisiana? You, uh, he obviously didn't. His own man who was in charge of testifying because he was in charge of the disinformation campaign. In other words, he was in charge of their disinformation governance board, which is the committee that Ray says we should ever have because that's what CCP has. So Elvis Chan, who's in charge of the disinformation governance board, going from one entity to one social media entity to the other in the name of the FBI, testified that it was all about disinformation. He didn't name more. He didn't say malign foreign disinformation. He just said disinformation. So it's the FBI's task to take down disinformation, which, by the way, every bit of disinformation they took down was actually true. That masking is useless. The vaccines are harmful. The vaccines are deadly. Lockdowns do nothing. Joe Biden didn't win in a fair and free election. Joe Biden is an idiot. If you say Joe Biden is a good man, that's disinformation. If you say Joe Biden is an idiot, that is truth. His own guy said it was all about disinformation, not malign foreign disinformation. And lo and behold, of course, the meeting stopped. All right, here's the next one for you. Glenn Greenwald tweet. And Ray admitted that the FBI received censorship requests from... Ukrainian intelligence. <laughs> so Voldemar Zelensky sends what he wants taken down off of social media. Christopher Ray, and again, I know that I'm being redundant with this, but I don't want I want you to understand the context of it. Christopher Ray testifies under oath that you know at the CCP, they have a committee that decides what can be taken, uh, what gets to be posted, and what gets taken down on all Chinese social media sites. And we can't do that here, he says regretfully. But he actually has this committee headed by Elvis Chan that goes from one social media uh, company to the next, one social media platform to the next, and says, here's our list. Take it down. And he's a whore. Elvis Chan is a whore for Voldemar Zelensky. The FBI is carrying water for Voldemar Zelensky. 
a totalitarian dictator that we're going to go fight for democracy for. That's it's right here. And Ray just admitted the FBI received censorship requests from the Ukraine from from Ukrainian intelligence, and the FBI passed those. I'm sure requests those requests, right? Even though we got on the lawsuit, the lawsuit out of Louisiana, the FBI threatened adverse repercussions for not for not agreeing to do whatever they requested you to do with coercion. <laughs> yeah, with yeah, right, coercion. Yeah, they, 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 they have a, there's a federal injunction against the FBI communicating right now. What is today, the 13th? Uh, yeah. July 13th, 2023, there is a federal injunction. The FBI is not allowed to talk to social media companies because they've been, quote, colluding with them and coercing them with threats of adverse repercussions if those social media companies don't abide by their requests. So don't the FBI is just carrying water for Voldemar Zelensky, who is some sort of convoluted billionaire actor, who he overthrew the rightfully elected president of Ukraine in 2014, ended up a few years later with this shill, who's just a globalist, world economic, uh, world economic form, young global leader. All right, let's go to the next one, Will. FBI research, I mean, FBI research, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Talk about a Freudian slip. RNC research video, FBI Director Chris Ray. we do not recruit, remember, Mr. Ray swearing under oath, we do not recruit, open, or operate confidential human sources to infiltrate, target, or report any religious organizations. They don't do that. Play for me. Do you think priests, priests should be informants inside the church, Director? We do not recruit open or operate confidential human sources to infiltrate, target, report. But that's not, uh, what, this, that's not what this said. It sounds like you were trying to do it in no, Richmond, Virginia. No, sir. No, sir. No, you sir. weren't? This, this didn't happen? You can assure us that this that, didn't happen? That product did not, to as best as we can tell, result in any investigative action as a result of it. See, you notice the Potomac two step at the end. He's being accused by Jim Jordan rightfully from Richmond, Virginia, where the FBI did recruit priests to inform on their congregants. That did happen. He asked them, are you do, he asked Christopher Ray, are you recruiting priests to inform on their congregants? Christopher Ray says under oath, no, we are not doing that. Perjury. Now, when asked, that didn't happen in Richmond, Virginia, because they have the receipts. Oh, from FBI whistleblowers, there's emails, there is, I don't know that, I'm just telling you that's usually how it works. There's receipts, that's why Christopher Ray did the Potomac two-step at the end, and he said, when he was asked point blank by Jim Jordan, you didn't recruit priests in Richmond, Virginia to inform, to, to inform on their congregants? You didn't do that? Well, none of that actually ended up with uh, ended up with, with, with an investigation. None of that actually, none of, none of the outcomes of, of that, of our, of our action, I'm trying to think of the verbiage for it. None, none of our recruitment of priests ever ended up with an investigation taking place. He never, remember, he said he didn't recruit priests. And then when asked point blank with receipts, he said, basically, yes, we, re we recruited priests. We, we, we did recruit priests to inform on their congregants, but no investigation was ever started because of it. That's what he did. He actually, he was asked, and his answer is, no, there wasn't any recruitment of priests. And then when the receipts came, he said 
that there was no, actually no investigation ever occurred after our recruitment of priests. That's the FBI right now. That's, that's who they are. Look at this tweet. Steve Friend tweet. Now, who is Steve Friend? Steve Friend is an FBI agent. Whistleblower. He's now had to resign, of course, because if you are a whistleblower and you inform against Republicans, you are a national hero. To the people that matter, allegedly. People that matter, the media. And see, it wouldn't matter if it's the media that determines who's here, who heroes are. I mean, it matters. Don't get me wrong. It matters, but not that much because they're just the media. If they, they can make horrible people heroes and, and great people anti-heroes, they can do that if they want to, but they're just media. They're just, they're just people writing articles and, and putting together videos, whatever. They're just media. But it matters if it's the DOJ. It's, it matters when the DOJ is deeming somebody a liar, a good person, or a bad person, a criminal or a non-criminal. The media can call somebody a criminal who's not a criminal, and they can call somebody that is not a criminal a criminal. They can do all those things. They can do whatever they want. They can, they, they can suffer you know, the repercussions of defamation, all that, fine. That is, but it doesn't really matter what the media says. It doesn't really matter what I say. It does matter what Merrick Garland does. It does matter what Christopher Ray does. It does matter what it does matter if Christopher Ray or Merrick Garland prosecute people. So with these whistleblowers like Steve Friend and numerous others that have come out, FBI whistleblowers, they're now public enemy number one to the DOJ. Not public, yes, they're public enemy to the Democrats. Yes, they're public enemies to the media, the the mainstream lying, Goebbels, Mockingbird, Pravda media. Yes, they are public enemy number one to them. Problem is they're public enemy number one to the Democratic Party because they're informing against the Democratic Party's Gestapo. If they were informing against Donald Trump in any way, shape, or form, they'd be heroes to the mainstream media, the Democratic Party, and the Department of Justice. But they're not. There are no, there are no FBI informants coming out, FBI whistleblowers coming out and saying, look how great Merrick Garland is. Look how great Christopher Ray is. All those, all those Trumpsters, all those Republicans, all those conservatives are liars. No, these are the FBI whistleblowers that are coming out. Steve Friend. The FBI director told at Judiciary GOP that special agents did not conduct surveillance of school boards. He lied. The Joint Terrorism Task Force in my office did it. That's it. He lied under oath. He said under oath in the congressional hearing, Christopher Wray, that the FBI did not conduct surveillance of school boards. Merrick Garland sent the letter to the NSA, the National School Board Association, asking them to ask him to investigate parents at school board hearings. So they did, and then, and then, then Merrick Garland put together his terrorism watch list, which it now includes parents who testified at school board hearings about primarily transgender activities and transgender agendas, drag shows, porn at their schools. All, and by the way, it's always gay porn at their schools, and parents didn't want it. So, of course... What does gay porn have to do with the FBI? What does what the transgender agenda have to do with the FBI? 
parents testifying at school board hearings about not wanting their four-year-old to be taught how to put a condom on a cucumber. What does that have to do with the FBI? Absolutely nothing. But here comes the FBI anyway. But I'm sure we'll get the same old response from Christopher Wright. None of this resulted in an investigation. Of course not. Hey, 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 Christopher Wright, did you actually recruit priests to inform on their <laughs> congress? No. Wait a minute. Right here we have it in Richmond where you recruited priests to inform on their congress. Here it is. Well, none of that resulted in an investigation, so you just purchased yourself then. He did the same thing with the FD-1023. Do you have an FD-23 that alleges that there's 17 audio recordings of Joe and Hunter Biden talking to the CEO of Burisma and arranging bribes? No, there's no such form. Uh, Funny thing is, we read it already. It's right here, Chrissy. Oh, yeah, there is. Okay, so you just purchased yourself. Is that making sense, Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So you just purchased yourself again. Just because you say, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I do have it. That doesn't mean you didn't just purge yourself. Right. Because the only reason why you're saying that you have it is you just showed it to you. <laughs> exactly. Because Chuck Grassley had already read the freaking thing. You lying sack of human waste. Christopher Ray, disgusting piece of filth. Did he actually direct people, did he direct his FBI special agents to conduct surveillance on school boards? He lied. Yes, he did, because the Joint Terrorism Task Force in my office did it. I testified about the details in May. Look at the date, 7-12-23. Go to the next one for me, Will. Another one from Steve Friend. Harder to read. Make it as big as you can. I didn't do a good job downloading that. I didn't realize how small it was. If you can't read it, I'm reading it to you anyway. The FBI director told Roy Nelson. Remember, the first one was what he told uh, Jim Jordan. Now, this is what he told Troy Nelson, that no agents were reassigned from child exportation investigation because you know what? We got to check the number one consumer of child sexual things, whether it's pornography or actual child sex acts, sadly, is what country? The United States of America is because we're that big. Now, there's other places where it's more prevalent, but we're the number one consumer of child pornography and child prostitution is right here in the United States. Kind of important. Would everybody agree? Yeah. Kind of important. Were federal agents, FBI agents, taken off those cases? Remember, we got 85,000 missing kids from the southern border that crossed illegally through the southern border solely under the Biden regime over the last, what, where are we at, two or three years? Something like that. Yeah. 2021, yeah. two and a half years. Gosh, I, I was thinking we only had a year left. I we know. Got more than a year. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, we got a long ways to go. So anyway, the election's not for me for a year from November. That's how long we got to go. So we got 85,000 kids that have disappeared into thin air from the southern border. Thin air. And according to CBP statistics, you hear me say this all the time on this podcast, it's one to five times that many. Yeah. So it's five times 85,000. It's two times 85,000. Let's use that. It's easy. Because that would be 160, 170,000 kids. Minimum, that's missing. Up to 425,000. Up to 400 what? 25,000. Up to 425,000 that are actually missing. Disgusting. So who knows? Nobody knows because they've disappeared into thin air. We can't have agents there because the agents have to be reassigned from child porn cases. And they have to be assigned to what? So I'll read it to you. That no agent, so 
FBI Director Christopher Wray told Representative Congressman Troy Nels that no agents, under oath, no agents, were reassigned from child exportation investigations to domestic terrorism. And again, let me just, if you guys can think of any domestic terrorism things, any domestic terrorism incidents, any white supremacist terrorist activity, because that's the number one existential threat to America outside of climate change, according to Christopher Wray and Joe Biden, is white supremacist terrorism. If you guys can think of one video that we have that's white supremacist terrorists, I'll put it on the show. Nope. Garen can't think of anything. Will can't think of anything. So there isn't any of that stuff. So no agents were reassigned from child exploitation investigations. Domestic terrorism. So that never happened. Domestic terrorism. Where is all this domestic terrorism? Where is it? I mean, I, I know they had the pipe bombs that were put out in front of the RNC and DNC with their egg timers on them. <laughs> right out of a really bad C movie. That were discovered, by the way, by a civilian. Not by the Secret Service that combed the area. Or the FBI, by the way, was parked right next to them. Like the idiots they are. It wasn't, well, it wasn't the FBI, it was the Secret Service part right next to them. Along with, I believe, a Capitol Police officer. None of them noticed these egg timer bombs. They, they're, you know, they're, I guess that would be some sort of domestic terrorism that occurred two and a half years ago that we don't have a single lead on, even though it's all on video. But I guarantee you, from the moment the guy leaves... And by the way, I just saw this video yesterday. There's a guy, that a, the civilian... That discovered it, maybe a civilian like Ray Epps. Yeah. That discovered it, he's never been investigated. Oh. Never. I mean, I, I don't. Christopher Ray said he didn't even know the guy's name. <laughs> Just like he doesn't know about the queries. Just like he doesn't know how many, how many FBI assets were in the 1 6 crowd. He has no idea as the FBI director. No idea. So, all of these kids, none of these agents were pulled off of the real problem in the United States which is child exploitation, both in pornography and sex crimes, none of agents were pulled off of those and assigned to non-existent domestic terrorism. Another lie. I was. <laughs> FBI whistleblower. I was. I was reassigned from child pornography cases and told those cases were going to be considered a local matter. <laughs> Jeez. He lied under oath again. Is there anything that can be done? People send me, what, what's going to be done about it? Nothing right now. I take that back. I take that back. It can all be done. Defund them right now. Any real, any real conservative will defund the FBI right now. Defund them. I put together this list. Here's who the FBI arrests. 1-6 trespassers, Roger Stone, Project Veritas. I'm saying raids and arrests. One six protesters: Roger Stone, Project Veritas, Steve Bannon, Aaron. If I forget any, let me know. Yeah. Peter Navarro, Donald Trump, Mar-a-Lago raid, Rudy Giuliani raid. Am I forgetting anything? Here's who they don't arrest or don't raid: Antifa, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, drug cartels, Black Lives Matter, which was committing multiple cases of fraud, chari- yeah. charity fraud. And their collections of funds, but they don't get investigated because all those funds go to Act Blue, which is Democratic Party, Democratic Party campaign fundraiser. They don't investigate Chinese spies. <laughs> nothing. Got the Confucius Institute here, which is doing nothing but collecting our technological information. They don't care. Fang Fang. <laughs> yeah, we got. Oh yeah, Fang Fang. Diane Feinstein. Diane Feinstein's limo driver. They're all gone. <laughs> Nobody goes to prison. Yeah. What 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 was? What was Swalwell doing with Fang Fang for all that time? 
Not investigated at all. Don't worry because Fang, I mean, Fang, Fang, Swalwell comes out and says the FBI looked into it and said I was totally innocent. Well, of course, you're a Democrat, so you're totally innocent. Exactly. They're not investigating illegal immigrant criminals at all. They just had a, do I have that one? Do I have that pick of that soccer player anywhere? Do I have that? Do I have no. Uh-uh. Remember that one? Gave, oh, crud. The, there's a soccer player. Just, I have it on Telegram. If you guys find it, look, look and see if you can find it. All right. Let's see if I got it. I, I, I meant to put it in here, but I didn't do it. It's a soccer player, I mean, soccer coach who was just arrested for drugging boys and filming himself raping them. There he is. Awesome. Put that up. There he is. Where's the FBI? This is Tennessee soccer coach, drug raped, recorded attacks on children police say. Look at the bottom. Franklin, Tennessee, a heartbreaking investigation is underway. As Franklin police, that's all you need to get rid of the FBI, to identify several young children who were drugged and raped by a Franklin man. Guess who he is? He's an illegal immigrant. All of those kids would never have been anally raped if Joe Biden or anybody else, I don't care when he came into the country, if he was not allowed in this country, none of them would have been raped. Why does the FBI work on that? All right, you can bring it back to me. Where's the FBI on the Epstein list? I mean, we got Ghislaine Maxwell, who was the pimp for Epstein. Yeah. That's it. What about the child rapists? What about Billy? Two Billies. <laughs> Billy Gates. Two Willies. Billy Clinton. Two Willies. Three Willies. <laughs> try, to, try to put that out of your head. Oh, no. <laughs> you got the two free Willies. D's in more ways than one. Why aren't they investigated all for being on? Bill Clinton was on the Lolita Express 27 times, documented by the Secret Service. 27 times. Why has he never been prosecuted? I mean, why, why has he never been interviewed? We have, we have the girl victims that say they were raped when they were 14 years old on Epstein Island. Billy was flying out there. The other Billy was meeting with him. Billy Gates was meeting with him. Obama administration officials were routinely meeting with Epstein. <laughs> routinely meeting with him. Catherine, Ru- Catherine Rumbler, Obama's personal attorney, met with Epstein regularly. <laughs> Why has that not been investigated? Why? Come on, Chrissy Ray. Get busy. Oh, I'm sorry, wrong party. Hillary Clinton never investigated. Oh, yeah, she was. You believe she was investigated? Oh, we we're not going to charge her because no reasonable attorney general would ever pro, would ever prosecute this case. You're not that. Why are you why are you why are you saying that, James Comey? Why don't you just submit the affidavit and let the attorney general make the decision? Right. James Clapper, multiple perjury charges, including his lies about the NSA. John Brennan, multiple multiple perjury charges. Fauci, multiple multiple perjury charges. Deborah Burks, multiple multiple perjury charges. What about the 51 Intel officials that signed on to the Hunter Biden laptop lie? That's good. That this yeah. was all Russian disinformation. That was all lies. They had the laptop when that letter came out. They knew it wasn't Russian, Russian disinformation because by the time that came out, they had it for over a year. About a year and a half, 18 months they had it. The FBI had Hunter Biden's laptop in their possession for 18 months when the 51 Intel official, former Intel officials, quote from Biden, both Republican and Democrat, signed on and said this, was, this had the hallmarks of Russian disinformation, including multiple-time perjurer James Clapper. 
and by the way, was actually sent around the CIA by current CIA officers, by current CIA agents who all need to be fired. We don't need a CIA that has political bias, an FBI that has political bias, a DOJ with political bias. Why are they, why are they being investigated? And here's my last one. What about congressional stock lottery winners? Oh, for sure. What about congressmen and women of both parties that seem to always win in the stock market? Because I believe that's a federal crime called insider trading. Yeah. Why has that never been prosecuted? Play that video for me, Will. On June 18th, 2021, just five days before the markup hearing of the big tech bills in this committee, Paul Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi's tech investor husband, bought 4,000 shares of Alphabet via a call option in which he promised stocks at a later date at a price of $1,200 a share a month later. Now, this is after we've passed the bills, but Nancy Pelosi, the speaker, sent Steny Hoyer, the majority leader, to the press to tell the press that these bills were not ready for the floor. A month later, the stock price rose to over $2,500, making Paul Pelosi $5.2 million richer without spending a penny. Speaker Pelosi's office. So there you go. It's very strange because, see, all these bills were passed. I'll just make this very simplistic. They were passed, and she didn't notify the public for a month that they were passed. She kept all that information sequestered so that stock prices wouldn't go up yet. So she bought on the low, oh knowing God. that when she released the information, it would raise the prices. So she delayed the public announcement of these stock purchases by the federal government. She delayed the announcement of them to keep the prices low while Paul was gobbling them up, <laughs> knowing that one month later when she announces it, the prices will go up. That is a felony crime per stock. Where's Christopher Ray? Oh, I'm sorry. Wrong party. The Democrats are immune from all prosecution. I forgot. But Christopher Ray is unbiased. I think we put I think we put the nail in that coffin tonight. He is not. That's not violence. No threat towards Christopher Ray for all the idiots out there. Christopher Ray is a biased political goon Democratic Party hack and so is the entire FBI everybody talks about the you know the field agents you know the rank and file bull crap why is there only a few whistleblowers coming out you give me 500 of them I'll, I'll buy into the rank and file deal right now no they're they are they're going to the doorsteps of pro-life activists and arresting them for singing how great thou art outside of an abortion clinic that kills hundreds of thousands of people per year. That's, that, those are rank-and-file, rank-and-file ATF agents, rank-and-file FBI agents. They are corrupt all the way, top to bottom, bottom, head to toe. The FBI must be defunded, Jim Jordan, Troy Nels, Mike Johnson, Matt Gates, Marjorie Taylor Greene, if you want to redeem yourself, Massey, if you want to redeem yourself, defund 
the FBI. Share this video, guys, with as many people as you can. 647 people on right now. We're desperately trying to get to 1,000. I'm not making any money off the podcast. I'm not making any money off of Rumble. Switch to Rumble, switch to Rumble, switch to Rumble. Share it on Rumble. Let's get this out to as many people as we possibly can. Very unique podcast here because we mix the gospel in. Because the gospel is the answer. Jesus Christ solely. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. John chapter 14, verse 6. That's That's the answer. That's the answer. And I talk about what's closest to him. Listen, love you all. Lots of videos to follow. One or, I mean, 90 seconds maybe of what you might call commercials. But stick around for the videos. They are fantastic, and I believe every last one of them is brand new. Love you all. See you Saturday night, 55 Minutes of Fury. Saturday night, 1030, also on the Christian Television Network. Love you all. God bless you all. In Jesus' mighty name, good night. From everyone who has been given much, or Romans 832, everything, all things, Ephesians 1, 3, everything, every spiritual gift is yours. What was this much that was given to you? It can be summarized in two words, Holy Ghost. Nobody's got the Holy Ghost but you. The unsaved do not have the Holy Ghost. You got it. Narrow is the way and few find it. We are supposed to be a remnant that the world is petrified of because of the power of the Holy Ghost. That's the much that was given to you.